Hi, welcome to Lighthouse Vineyard Church. Thank you for joining us. If you would like to know more about us, feel free to visit us online at lighthousevineyard.church. Enjoy the message. Good morning, everyone. My name is Matt. I'm a pastor here at the church, and I will tell you, I am super excited this morning to be able to preach in this message series that we're in, which we'll get to in a minute, but that's my attire. The, the attire will, it'll make sense when we talk about the message series, but I'm really excited. Just, a, yeah, boiler up, that's right. <laughs> you know, this, this shirt, um, I bought it when I was in college, and I bought it, it was number one. And now it's stretched into number three. I don't know. I don't know what happened, but that's weird. So. Hey, speaking of sports, basketball, football, does anybody have an old sports wound? Or just, I guess it doesn't have to be in sports, but just a, a wound in general? Yeah. I've got, I've got three sports wounds that I'll talk about today. One is, you can't see it now because um, it's on my chin. I have a scar right here on my chin. This scar happened actually in basketball. I made it through uh, the football season unscathed. Then the first game of basketball was actually, we did this jamboree. We only played like part of the game or whatever. I dove on the floor and another guy dove and he landed on me and my head hit into the ground and it split my chin open. I had to have a couple stitches in there. So I've got a scar for that wound. That was weird, a basketball wound, but I have some football scars as well. I actually have one on my finger. If you want to see this after service, I'll show it to you. So, <laughs> but there's a scar that goes here. So this is just to gross you guys out. But what happened was it was in football against Northwood, I still remember, and two guys at the same time, their helmets came and they hit me at the same time, bam, on my finger, and it split open. And it looked like, you ever put a hot dog in the uh, microwave for a little too long? Uh, that's kind of what it looked like. Um, I don't want to be too gross, but I kind of do. You can see my bone when you like, went like that. So, a little tape on that, some stitches that went all the way around. I couldn't bite my fingernail for a long time. So, so that's my other wound. And then um, I had a third football injury that, even this one hurt, but there was one that hurt even more. So this happened my sophomore year, and I actually sprained my ankle. It was my right ankle, I, I sprained that, and that one, for some reason, it hurt worse than some other wounds that, that I had, and it hurt in two ways. It hurt literally, you know, you sprain your ankle, that hurt, but it also hurt Figuratively, because this is what happened. So my sophomore year, I was the backup um, at, at linebacker for, um, for this guy. Well, he got, the reason I was in the game was he got injured like a series or two before that or whatever. So I got in and I had the, the chance. This like, I went like, this is my chance to show the coaches that I can play, you know? And it's like, okay, I'm going to do my, my very best. And I was in for a few plays and then boom. My, my ankle sprained. And I, I wanted so bad to stay in the game. 
because I wanted to, to again, show my coaches that, that, hey, I could perform and maybe I could start. And, and here's my, the guy that's, he's also hurt too. This is my, so I wanted so bad to stay in the game, but I just couldn't. I just couldn't do it. I could barely walk on it. Um, I was in crutches for um, the, next, the next day or two. I, can, I don't remember now, but um, the thing about your wounds are some wounds you can play through. When I had the stitches on my chin, I just put a bandage on it. I finished out the rest of the game. Um, even on this, this one here, we just bandaged it up. It happened right before halftime. We bandaged it up, and I was able to play the second half. You could play through those. But when I sprained my ankle and I couldn't even walk, I couldn't play through that wound. And my, my high school football coach, who's actually getting elected to the Hall of Fame this year, so um, his name's Marty Huber, he always would ask, are you hurt or are you injured? That was the question that he always asked us. Are you hurt or are you injured? And so hurts were on the minor end of the, sign, on the, on the spectrum. Mine, they were minor, like the stitches in my chin. That was a hurt. I could play through that. Whereas my ankle, that was an injury that I couldn't play through. I couldn't play through. It's, it's the, the minor versus the major. It's kind of like a bruise or broken. That's what we're talking about of hurts versus injuries. Did you know the same thing can happen to you spiritually as well? You can have hurts and injuries spiritually. Again, hurts. We might have some things that we can play through. We might have some injuries. There's two scriptures that come up. One is 2 Timothy 3.12. It says, in fact, anyone who wants to live a godly life in Christ Jesus will be persecuted. That persecuted part, you will be persecuted. That's going to be a hurt or an injury that's going to happen. 1 Peter chapter 4 says, dear friends, do not be surprised at the fiery ordeal that has come on you to test you as though some um, or something strange were happening to you. So that, but that fiery ordeal that's coming to test you, that just means that we are going to have some hurts or some injuries. And what we have to do is we have to decide, do I have a hurt that I can play through or do I have an injury that I need some rest from? And so today, where well, I want you to hold that thought, today we're continuing a series called Not a Fan. It's based on a book by uh, a pastor named Kyle Eidelman. And this series is basically comparing players on the field and fans in the stands. And it's called Not a Fan because it's, it, the book encourages us to become players and not be just fans of Jesus, but be players for Jesus. This series is based on Luke 9.23. It said, then he said to them, uh, to them all, whoever wants to be my disciple must deny themselves and take up their cross daily and follow me. Being a player on the field, taking up the cross, that's doing things for Jesus. And so we talk about, about injuries and fans. Players on a team will handle an injury or a hurt different than a fan would. 
And that's what we're going to talk about today. We're going to talk about how we can, we can take our hurt or our injury and, and stay in the game. The scripture that we're going to lean from, it's just um, three short verses. It's from James chapter 1. James chapter 1. We're just going to go verses 2 through 4. You can follow along in your Bible if you want, or it'll come up on the screen. James, way in the back here. So I will read. This is James chapter 1, verses 2 through 4. It says this. It says, Consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. Let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. And so the title of today's message is Playing Through Pain. And there are two thoughts that, that I took from that scripture and, and what it means to play through the pain that we will have in our lives. Before we get to there, um, let me pray. So God, we come to you this morning, we, we acknowledge our pain. God, as I think about everybody that's in the room and everybody that's listening to this message probably had some kind of pain at one point in their lives. I'm pretty fairly confident in that, God. And so we just ask that you speak to us on what to do with this pain. God, let your words come through me today. I don't want to speak. I want you to speak through me this morning. We invite your spirit in to this message. I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. And so in your handout, you can fill these in if you want, but there are two things, just two thoughts on playing through pain. The first one is bumps and bruises shouldn't break us. Should not, should not. Bumps and bruises. They should not break us. And again, in our scripture, it says, consider it pure joy, brothers and sisters, uh, whenever you face trials of many kinds. And so the first thing we're going to talk about is these bumps and bruises. These are hurts. These are hurts. Bumps and bruises are hurts. And we can play through them. And I would argue that we should play through them. If you have a bump or a bruise, you should play through that. I'll take you back again to, to high school football days, my glory days, right? Um, but on Saturday mornings, we would start off, we'd come in, you have the game on Friday night, we'd come in on Saturday mornings, and the first thing that we would do is we'd run a mile. At the school, I went to Bremen High School, and a mile, there's a, there's a um, like the schools are all together. There's one mile, like was a lap around all the schools. And so that's what we'd do. We'd run one mile. And I'll tell you what, I used to hate it. I hated that Saturday morning mile. Because here's the thing, because from the night before, I had a, bun a bunch of bumps and bruises. And so what the coach was doing, he's saying, okay, when you get out there, we're going to jog this mile it's going to help your bumps and bruises heal. It's going to make you feel better. And I was, you know, 
15, 16 cents. I didn't believe that, but it makes me, it made me feel better. I'm like, no, dollars is going to make me more tired. I just played last night. I just want to rest. It got the bumps and bruises out. It helped getting that blood flowing to heal. And I will tell you this. So we had, there was a couple times where if it was raining or whatever, like we wouldn't run. Only, I can only remember a handful of times. But I do remember when we did not run at practice on Saturday morning, the rest of my Saturday and on Sunday, I was more sore than I was when I ran. Because I was get, get, gets, gets that blood flow. It helps you heal. It helps you heal. So playing through that pain, playing through that hurt, helps you heal. There's a biblical example of Jeremiah. So Jeremiah was a young prophet, and he was um, speaking what he was hearing from God. He was speaking what he was hearing from God, and the people, they didn't really like it. They, were, they, were, they weren't listening to him. They were essentially, he says, I think he uses the word mock. It's in the scripture we'll read, but he, they were mocking him. And so that hurt his feelings. He, did, he got hurt from that. And here was his response. It's in Jeremiah 20, verses 7 through 9. It says, You deceived me, Lord, and I was deceived. You overpowered me and prevailed. I am ridiculed all day long. Everyone mocks me. So here he is speaking for God and saying, Everyone is mocking me for speaking what you are telling me to speak. Whenever I speak, I cry out, proclaiming violence and destruction. So the word of the Lord has brought me insult and reproach all day long. So that's what he's feeling. These people are just mocking him and saying, you're not right, Jeremiah. But then here's his response. But if I say, I will not mention his word or speak anymore in his name, his word is in my heart like a fire, a fire shut up in my bones. I am weary of holding it in. Indeed, I cannot. So he's saying, even though they're mocking me, I cannot hold in what you are giving me, God. I have to speak it out. And so what Jeremiah was doing was he was playing through his hurt because those people were mocking him and he kept going and kept playing through it. Just like Jeremiah, we need to do the same. We need to play through our hurts. And we might have some, some spiritual hurts I was thinking of some. This is just a small list of what some hurts can be. But one is persecution. Some of the verses we shared earlier are that. It's when people are, are talking bad about us. That can hurt us. That's a hurt that we can experience. Relationships can sometimes be a hurt. I've heard from um, people in my past where they talked about, I have trust issues. That can be a hurt. That, that's a relationship hurt. Financial instability can be a hurt. An, un, an unanswered prayer can be a hurt. And when I say unanswered prayer, maybe it's a prayer that is answered in a different way than what you were thinking. That can be a spiritual hurt. Or maybe you've just had a rough day, week, month, or even a year. I was thinking about that. I'll be there for that. The friends theme came into my mind. When I wrote that down, I wrote it on the friends theme came into my, my mind, right? A rough day, week, month, or even your year. And then what, what does it say after that, though? It says, I'll be there for... I won't sing. I, I'm kind of singing it. It says, I, it says, I'll be there for you. 
And it's a song, it's a secular song, it was a, a, a popular, but it's true. If you think about that's God, if you're having a rough day, a week, a month, or a year, God is saying, I'll be there for you. Here's some more verses with that, talking about how God will be there for us. Psalm 147, it says, he heals the brokenhearted and binds up their wounds. God's going to heal you. Isaiah 30, 26. The moon will shine like the sun and the sunlight will be seven times brighter, like the light of seven full days. When the Lord binds up the bruises of his people and heals the wounds he inflicted. So God is going to, to bind up in the bruises and heal you. 2 Corinthians chapter 12. Now that is why for, God's sake, or for Christ's sake, I delight in weakness, in insults, in hardships, in persecutions, in difficulties. For when I am weak, then I am strong. I love that list. In our weaknesses, delight in your weaknesses, in your insults in your hardships, in your persecutions, in your difficulties, in your hurts. Delight in those because that gives God a chance to shine. He says, when I am weak, I am strong because I need God. God's strength comes through in our hurts. And here's the thing too. When we're playing in the game, when we're, when we're in the game, when we're on the team, it's harder to sit out than when we're a fan. It's harder to sit out than we're a fan. You ever heard of the term fair weather fans? I'm kind of one. If it's, if it's raining out, or I even told Tyson, he's sitting here, I said, Tyson, I'm going to come to one of your baseball games once it warms up because it's been a cold spring. I'm a fair weather fan. Because it's easier for me to check out when I'm just a fan. It's, it's, it's way harder when you're on the team, to, or it's way easier to play through your hurts when you're on the team. And here's why. Because your teammates, they need you. Your teammates need you. And if you look around this room, and if you think about the people that, in, that are in your life, they need you. They need you. I think about Michael Jordan. Right? Most of us know Michael Jordan, one of the greatest basketball players of all time. I'd argue the greatest, right? Him, Michael Jordan playing hurt was better than the backup coming in and playing at 100%. And here's the thing, we can all be Michael Jordans. I'm reading this book from one of um, my favorite pastors, not Clint Schwartz, his book's later on. <laughs> He's my favorite pastor. I'm not kidding. He's my favorite pastor. But this Rick Warren, he wrote a book called Purpose Driven Life. We're going through it in our home group. And he says that everybody has a mission. Everybody has a mission. What that means, you're good at something. You are the Michael Jordan of something in your life. And you playing through your hurt is better than the backup coming in and playing for you. You are good at something. Play through your hurts. Play through your bumps and your bruises. Because your teammates, 
They need you. They need you. You can write this down. If you're simply hurt, stay in the game. Stay in the game. So that was our first point. Is that bumps and bruises should not break us. The second thought is this. Injuries require rehab. Injuries require rehab. And so again, I got this from, from verse 2. It says, whenever you face trials of many kinds. And so this is another kind of trial. An injury. An injury is another kind of trial that you are going to face. And injuries, they're, they're, like I said, I couldn't play through my ankle. I was on crutches for several days. I couldn't even walk. I couldn't play through that. It required more attention. I even say, I, mean, I didn't go to the doctor for this, but I would, if I would say in general, injuries require a doctor. You need to go see a doctor. You need to get healed. And so we talked about Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan's second year, 1985-86 season. He played like 14 games. He missed most of the season because he had a broken leg. He had a broken leg. He couldn't play on that leg. What he needed to do was heal. Again, three quarters, whatever of the season, he did not play because he had to heal. And so sometimes we just need to heal. Spiritually, sometimes we need to heal. I was going through, and again, I tried to make a list, and this is just a small list of, of what are some, some injuries could be. But maybe you've gone through a divorce, and you need to heal from that. Maybe there is a death, and you need to heal from the death. Disappointment is something that could be an injury. And we talk about a serious disappointment, especially a disappointment from, from a pastor or maybe a spiritual mentor. Depression can sometimes be an injury. And then I also thought of disease, certain disease, even some physical diseases you may need healed from. But then even, even some, some, what I would call emotional diseases, addiction, I kind of would lump into that, that category that you need some healing from. If you notice, those are all Ds. It doesn't mean that, that it's not a, an injury if it doesn't start with a D. But I, I bet there's a big list of, of things that could be spiritual injuries for us. But here's the deal with injuries. They require rehab, just like we said, rehab. And so I'm going to break down that word rehab. It's rehabilitation, right? But there's, there's essentially two parts of the rehab. The first part is the actual healing, the surgery part. You just need to heal. Here's how you can heal spiritually. Maybe you need healing prayer. Maybe you need to meet with a spiritual mentor 
and just let them speak into your life and just sit and receive from them to heal. Maybe take a spiritual retreat just to get alone with just you and God and do nothing and don't worry about work or life things, family things, and just, just heal. Maybe you need to read a Christian book outside the Bible. This will help you heal as well. But just there's other Christian books that will help you heal. But maybe even to heal, you just need to repent. That can bring healing. And that's the first part of rehab is just to heal. Just to heal. But now there's a second part to rehab as well. And that's the, the, the physical therapy part. And a lot of times when you use the word rehab, this is the rehab part of that, but it's the physical part. So you've healed and now it's time to, to do the physical therapy. Here's the thing with physical therapy. I'm thinking right now, I want to say, I will probably, I can be confidently say most times the physical therapy part is longer than the healing part. I thought about my mom. My mom had um, her knees replaced about a year ago or so. The surgery was one day. I don't even know, maybe even four hours, six hours. I don't know, but let's just say one day was the surgery. The rest of her time was getting back up on her feet and exercising and doing the physical therapy, the stretching and the, the exercises to strengthen her muscles back up. That was the majority of her rehab. Look at this scripture. This is the second part of our main scripture in James 1 verses 3 and 4 says, because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance, let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. So when we talk about Michael Jordan persevering through his broken leg, he had to sit out and he healed. So he sat out majority of the basketball season, but I will bet he was younger. His bone, the broken bone, was probably healed within a month. And the rest of that time was him strengthening and persevering back to get on the court. And then what happened? When he persevered through that, what happened to Michael Jordan? He became the greatest basketball player of all time. He didn't let that injury keep him down. He persevered through it. He matured. He became clean, and he became the greatest basketball player of all time. So have you been injured? If you have, take the time to heal. But then also rehab. Do the physical work to get back in the game. I've heard people ask me this a lot, like, you know, you're, you're doing these things and you're thinking we're talking about injuries and like, why does God allow us to be injured? I've heard that all the time. It's to strengthen you. 
That's why. It's to strengthen you. 1 Peter 5.10, this is from the English Standard Version, the ESV. It says, and after you have suffered a little while, you suffered, you're injured. God's saying, I'm going to allow this. But after a little while, the God of all grace, who has called you to his eternal glory in Christ, will himself restore, confirm, strengthen, and establish you. Injuries establish who you are. Injuries establish who you are. They make you the person that you are. Let's not make this mistake, though. We are not defined by our injury. We are defined by our response to our injury. If we stay in the game and we persevere through, God will establish us. He will make us who we are. Philippians uh, chapter 3 says, Brothers and sisters, I do not consider myself yet to have taken hold of it. But one thing I do, forgetting what is behind and straining towards what is ahead. I love that. I press on toward the goal to win the prize for which God has called me uh, heavenward in Christ Jesus. Don't wallow in your injury. Get healing and persevere through it. Get the rehab and do this. Do it to join the team. Don't rehab. Don't persevere to go join the stands, to sit in the stands. Rehab to join the team again. There's an example of this guy. His name is Tommy John. Tommy John is most famous now for a surgery that he had performed on him first. Tommy John surgery. A lot of baseball players have it. It's basically a, they replace this ligament in your elbow. Tommy John was the first player to have this. He's also known for, he played for 26 years in the major leagues. That's a long time. After, I believe, his 11th year is when he had his surgery and he was out for an entire year. It's a lengthy, they heal it, and then you have to do a lot of strength and getting the strength back. But Tommy John then had the surgery and played for 15 more years after his surgery because he rehabbed to get back in the game. He didn't rehab to get back into the stands. And so we can learn from Tommy John, rehab to stay in the game. Last thing with rehab. When you, re you rehab to, to get back in the game, but when you rehab, stay on the team. Stay on the team while you're rehabbing. Major League Baseball has this thing, it's called the injured list. It's 10 days, you have to be on it a min minimum 10 days. But when they get hurt, they will go on the injured list and they will rehab their injury. They will heal from it. Then they get their strength back. They rehab it to get their strength back. But while they were doing this, they're in the clubhouse. They're in the dugout during the games. They don't leave and go do rehab in the stands and then go sit in the stands. They stay on the team during their rehab. 
I read this this week in my, in my devotions, John 15, 5. It says, I am the vine, you are the branches. If you remain in me and I in you, you will bear much fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing. So you think of a vine, if you're apart from that, it says you can do nothing. I would argue you're going to die apart from the vine. I've seen these clips on like YouTube or whatever where, where somebody will take a branch of a tree and they will like cut into their tree and they'll kind of put the tree in there and they'll bandage it up and the branch will begin to grow again. The same thing can happen to you. If you're injured, you need to rehab in the vine or else you will die. You can't take the, the branch and, and rehab it anywhere else. It's going to die. If you're injured, stay in the game, stay with the team and get your healing there because apart from it, you will die. So those are our two points today. Bumps and bruises shouldn't break us and injuries require rehab. And before I close, Rose is going to come up. She's going to close us in ministry time and Emma's going to come up and, and play the keys. But here's what you have to decide. Am I injured? Or am I hurt? Or am I nothing? Am I, am I not injured or hurt? Because that can happen too. And I try to define that in my own ways, but you guys know. If you are hurt, man, play through it. Play through it. If you are injured, then stop and heal and get the rehab that you need. So I want to leave you with that question today. Am I hurt? Am I injured? Or am I not? I will say this too. If you are not hurt or injured, be the doctor. Be the doctor. Help those that are. Well, that's it for today's message. We hope we helped you know God more intimately. If you feel our ministry is helping you spiritually, feel free to find out more about us at lighthouseofinner.church. Thank you for being part of our family, and we will see you next time.